Talking about English. Part 1. Changing your mindset. Hello, Teresa. How are you? ¿Qué tal? Muy bien. Aquí estoy un poco nerviosa. Sí, ¿Por qué? I don't know. Because uh, talking in front of the camera yeah. is not so easy. Well, it's like it's like anything. You have to you have to go out of your your comfort zone every yeah. now and then. It's good it's good for your soul, you know, to to go out of the comfort zone. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So I will um, uh, tell you a bit my experiences or my problems with learning language and then maybe you can give English more pre precise yeah. and maybe you can give me your, um, your experience as a teacher. Okay, that sounds good. So um, I will say that I have always thought that I was not good at languages because my pronunciation is not so good because I can I don't learn so quickly or as quickly as other people or because I cannot for example understand so good the movies or the songs so I just thought that my English was not good like I was never gonna be good at English, I could just make my best. Yeah. And yeah, what do you think about that? <laughs> well, I think I think it's common. I think I think what you what you experienced is very common that um, you know, I'm not good at languages. The, there's a thing I do when, when someone comes to me and says I want to learn English. Um, the first question I ask them is how will you know when you've learned English? How will you know? Well, I mean, so, and it's the same thing. You say, I'm, I'm not very good at languages. Well, what what is good at languages? What does that mean? Uh, you mentioned, well, because I think my pronunciation isn't very good and because I'm slower than other students. But is perfect pronunciation and learning quickly the same as being good at English? I think it isn't. I think to, to be to be good at English is to be a competent user of the language. You know, um, a lot of people think, uh, oh, God, you know, I need to I need to get to C2 level or it, it's like a writer. Imagine an English writer of, of maybe 30 years old going, I have to write like Shakespeare. What? It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. You don't have to climb Everest. You know, this this thing about I must learn English. Decide. I think you need to decide what you want to learn English for. Are you going to an international conference? Do you just want to be able to go on holiday and have an easier time by being able to speak to people and order things? Um, do you want to uh, become competent in business writing? Do you want to be able to speak to maybe you? Maybe your 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 sister-in-law is is English, and you'd like to be able to speak to her directly in English. There's, learning English means a thousand things, and being good at English means a thousand things. And um, there will always be people better than you, and there will always be people worse than you. Don't worry about it. 
Entonces, si he entendido bien, ¿Sí? eh, 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 o sea, eh, es importante para los que decidimos estudiar una lengua, es importante que decidamos también un poco, que sepamos para qué tenemos que estudiar esa lengua, o sea, para qué queremos estudiarla. Y eh, mirarnos solo a nosotros mismos eh, lo que, y cómo nosotros podemos llegar a ese objetivo, independientemente de cómo el resto del mundo lo, lo viva, porque cada uno tendrá un objetivo distinto. ¿no? Eso es. Sí, eh, sí, sí. Y, vale. Other problem that I used to have uh, for learning languages is that I, fa I have found always the process uh, really boring. So, uh, at the school, for example, I learned nothing. After that, I started traveling. And by doing, I started to get better. But still, always when I wanted to to learn more, to try to get more flu fluent, flu fluent. Yeah, yeah, more, more fluency, yeah, good. Uh, I always have to get into this academy system that I cannot, uh, like, it, it makes me kaput in German. <laughs> kaput, kaput, we, un we understand kaput in English, we understand yes. kaput in English, yes. <laughs> Because look, after all my problems by learning language, Languages at the end, I'm uh, speaking English, speaking German, and I'm starting with Greek. <laughs> I know. And you, and this is the woman who says she's no good at languages. This? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm changing also my mindset, my good. mindset. But, and I think this is really important, actually. But uh, some years ago, and if you still uh, keep asking my friends, they will say, I was famous for being bad at languages. <laughs> really? Wow. Well, how you've changed, how you've evolved. My goodness. Um, yeah, there's this thing. Um, I think you have to remember why academies exist. And academies don't really exist to teach you English. Academies exist, most of them, to help you pass an exam. It's as simple as that. You go to, and, and some of them, they are obsessed with their statistics, you know, we've got a 98% success rate. So they're thinking about themselves, which, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's probably from a business point of view, very sensible, you think about your business. But academies exist to help you pass an exam. Um, driving schools, driving academies exist to help you get your driving license. They don't exist to um, help you enjoy driving. And I think you should enjoy driving. I think you should enjoy languages. I mean, if you want, if your objective is, I want to get a first certificate, I want to get Cambridge Advanced, go to an academy. I, I cannot help you with that. I have no interest in cookie cutter kind of uh, learning. It's, it's, it's boring, it's dull, and it's soulless. I, don't, I can't, oof, I can't touch that. I've done that, I've done that in the past. But, you, you know, you were talking about your motivation. You know, you, you, you have this motivation to, to learn a language. Motivation is one thing, and it's very important, and it's, it's, it's very internal, and it's different for everybody. But apart from motivation, there is engagement. Engagement. And engagement is to have an energized focus on something. And you only get 
engagement. You only feel focused when you are enjoying something. The psychologists call it being in the zone. You know, you're in the zone. You're completely absorbed with what you're doing. And to do that with a language, I think, in my experience, um, that you have to play with the language. You have to stop feeling that language is a bully. Stop thinking that every time you make a mistake, it's a bad thing. Um, making mistakes is part of is part of learning. It's actually part of the fun of learning. Um, as I said before, you, you you're not climbing Everest. You're just you're just learning English. You know, in in a list of all the things which are so cosmically important in the world, English isn't even on that list. So you can we can all just relax, enjoy the language, play with the language. Um, music, music plays with language. So if, if you're learning English, listen to lots of English music. English poetry. Poetry is, is a great place because that's where words go to play. Um, there are no rules or you can make your own rules. And there's, a, you know, there's so many ways that you can engage and have a relationship with English. And it doesn't have to be this kind of abusive, bullying relationship, which exams, I think, tend to encourage. I'm preaching. I'm sorry, I'm preaching. <laughs> Entonces, si te he entendido bien, hmm? eh, y respetando la función de las academias, que obviamente, y también las que tengan otros objetivos más, eh, a lo mejor se están más... Eh, a lo mejor hay algunas academias, algunas las hay que están un poco más, eh, ¿cómo se dice esta palabra? Comprometidas con la evolución del estudiante. Si, normalmente son sí. academias más pequeñas, sin ninguna eh, cadena, y todo eso ya más complicado. O sea que, teniendo claro eso, que nos referimos a algo general, uh -huh. eh, si te entiendo bien, y yo también estoy totalmente de acuerdo, lo que tenemos que conseguir para... En, eh, para aprender idioma es, es tener una buena relación con el idioma y conseguir disfrutar aprendiendo y eso nos va también a comprometer con el aprendizaje. Es sí. decir, a lo mejor hay momentos que no son tan fáciles, o sea, en los que el aprendizaje no es tan sencillo, pero como es algo que disfrutamos y que sabemos para qué lo hacemos, vamos a estar comprometidos con nuestro aprendizaje. Exactly, exactly. We shouldn't we shouldn't equate difficulty with unpleasantness. Difficulty can be fun. If ever you've seen uh, if ever you've seen a child, you know, trying to um, jump from one chair to another and failing and failing and failing, and they're like, <laughs> and, and eventually they do it and it's woo woo, and they're and they're playing. You know, f failing just means not getting your objective now. That's all it means. It means up, up to now, I haven't got my objective. You'll get your objective. And, it, and it's that thing. It's not, it, it, will it be difficult? Will it, yeah, it'll be difficult. But difficult is not bad. Difficult doesn't cause pain. Difficult is a, is, a, is a great thing. It's a marvelous thing. You know, we, we, we can walk because when we were small, we, we naturally chose to do things which were difficult. Yeah. Difficult is great. We can do difficult. Exactly. <laughs> I totally agree. So, we, nos, mm, o sea, es muy común, y yo lo he hecho much, muchos años, 
eh, pensar que el aprendizaje en sí mismo es una cosa aburrida que hay que hacer para llegar a un objetivo. Y habría que cambiar esa mentalidad a pensar. Que, o sea, es un poco al final como, pues, como la poesía, como la, el, como la música, eh, como la creatividad, que quieres... Eh, o sea, que te produce placer hacerlo y por tanto decides tú mismo todos los días hacer un poquito. Es eso, es que tenemos, casi tenemos programado en nuestros cerebros el, el metáfono de gimnasio, que me voy a la academia, me voy a mi clase de inglés, como me, me voy a hacer pilates. Y, pero en, en, yo creo que tenemos que cambiar el metáforo, que, que no, no vamos al gimnasio con el inglés, vamos al estudio de artista con el inglés. Mm. Vamos a hacer algo más más artística, más, más espiritual, más, más divertido. No, no tiene que ser sufrir y sudar y sudar y sudar. Sí. Yeah. Yo con el deporte también he cambiado la mentalidad. A mí sí. lo ir al gimnasio no me gusta. Y hay muchas maneras de hacer deporte que sí me gustan. Así que voy a por ellas. Eso es. Sí, sí, sí. Es cuestión de eso. Estás enganchado. Estás with energized focus. Yeah. Sí, sí. Ok. Entonces... Uh, how would you uh, sum up our conversation in two sentences? Wow, wow, huh? my, my English isn't that good. Um, I, okay, two sentences. Number one, um, it's possible that the way you think and feel about English is not helpful. Two, it's possible to change that and you can change it by a little bit of thinking, a little bit of reflection, a little bit of op opening your mind to the possibility. And this is a very long sentence. sentence. <laughs> you can keep going. Okay, another sentence. And I think it's that it's a question of state of mind. It's a question of, of, of attitude. Um, if you love something, it's never difficult. Exactly. So let's fall in love with English. Let's find a way of falling in love with English. Why not? So, aquí estamos dos románticos que creen en el amor. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> el amor no puede todo. <laughs> exactly. Le learning a language is an, act, is, is, is an act of love. Yes, yes. <laughs> Perfecto. Pues entonces, eh, la semana que viene hablamos otro ratito. So, yes, I, I think this is, this is really interesting. Let's see where our conversation takes us next week. <laughs> Perfect, Donald. Then, uh, see you next week. Okay, bye-bye. Gracias. Bye. Ciao.